0: November 1st, 2022, Tuesday. You're listening to Weather With Enthusiasm. the Chicago area will be experiencing a, an unusual warm spell for November for the next several days, not just Chicago but much of the Midwest. It's easier to see this warm spell when you head down to the St. Louis area when using the Fahrenheit system because of the number of consecutive days above 70 degrees expected there. Chicago might might not hit 70 degrees each day, could be Chicago will, but using the Celsius threshold, you can easily see the the warm spell here in the Chicago area as well as temperatures will be 20 degrees Celsius or higher for the next several days at 68 degrees Fahrenheit or higher. As a result of this warm spell, this is a recording after this right now. This is not, you know, this is re- being recorded today, November 1st, uh, 2022. But this podcast, the rest of this podcast was recorded November 8th, 2020, two years ago in the midst of a developing unprecedented extended warm spell for the month of November, which included the Chicago area. I hope everybody enjoys. Again, this is a flashback. Weather enthusiasts will love this. november 8th 2020. taking a look at the weather map or actually which was out this morning but the weather forecast for really the chicago area but this includes much of the midwest and the east coast a phenomenal unprecedented extended warm spell has really been drenched has drenched the entire area especially the East Coast, but really almost the entire Midwest. And at some point, it really was the entire Midwest and also the Southern states. This warm spell is not so historic for the South, but it is being called a historic warm spell, especially for Chicago. But this includes many cities, and I'm sure Maine certainly would be included because temperatures are in the 70s across the entire state of Maine, even northward up into Southern Canada. The Chicago area has never in the history books has never seen six consecutive days in the month of November of temperatures at 70 or higher we have seen five consecutive days that was back 67 years ago in 1953 tomorrow there's high confidence that temperatures will soar into the 70s 77 is what's likely that will also break a record of 74 today we also broke a record the high temperature was 75 that breaks the previous record of 73 There were other records broken over the past couple of days. Tomorrow marks day number six, and then Tuesday will mark day number seven, as temperatures once again soar well into the 70s, and that's the final day for the Midwest, with temperatures in the 70s. Minneapolis will have their final day tomorrow, and it will be replaced by a two- to four-inch snowstorm tomorrow night. Quite remarkable. This uh, air mass, actually, the warm spell, started to take shape the day before Election Day, off into the Dakotas, which was the very same spot where temperatures were in the teens a week before. That warm spells expanded throughout the rest of the country. The warm air hit Chicago by Tuesday. 70s moved into Chicago by Wednesday. Those 70s hit the East Coast by Thursday, and it's been in the 70s ever since, and they go all the way up north. Up until today, things actually seemed pretty normal. Although this is an unprecedented warm wave in the month of November, things pretty much made sense. We had sunshine, strong southwest winds, temperatures soared into the 70s. They did not soar into the 90s. They did not soar into the 80s. It soared into the 70s. It's the consistency which is unusual, and that's why we will be breaking a record. And this has never occurred before on the history books of Chicago, going back to the Great Chicago Fire back in the 1870s. 70s, that's when record-keeping began. I believe it was 18, 1870 or 1871 is when the record-keeping began, and I believe that's right after the Chicago fire. The thing which actually made this uh, thing more, most remarkable was today when the forecast high with abundant sunshine was forecast to remain really in the lower 70s. High temperatures under cloudy skies made it into the mid-70s. And even those forecasts, which showed highs in the mid-70s, temperatures still made it to 75 despite the cloud cover. It was as if the sun really had nothing to do with this. And that's really been a theme that has been in my mind over the past several days, is the days are much shorter up north and they're much the sun is much weaker up north, yet the temperatures are just as warm. This is a completely different situation than in the summertime when temperatures might be hotter up north there at least the days are longer they're much longer up north so although the Sun might be weaker it's still very strong the Sun is very strong and the days are long right now it just wouldn't make any sense for within the same air mass for temperatures to be warmer up north than they are down south. And then you have to wonder how much of this is the sun doing or is there some other variable at play? And when you see the temperature today reached exactly the same, possibly even warmer than it was forecast to reach, despite the fact it was cloudy, Uh, you have to wonder what is going on here. So this is, today was really a remarkable day, really almost an unbelievable day. Other than today, however, to make any major comments on this air mass is really, it causes there to be a disgrace on the 2012 air mass or heat wave of March, where temperatures were in the 80s for 10 to 14 days, almost over the entire country temperature soared into the 90s in Massachusetts. One day, Massachusetts was actually the hottest temperature in the U.S. And by the way, Chicago during that period of time was within a degree or two for many mornings. Many mornings, the newspaper showed Chicago being a degree or two within the hottest city of the U.S. the day before. This is taking place during the winter season, 2012. Lake water temperature in the 30s. No lake breeze whatsoever for over a week in Chicago. Record shattering temperatures. The record highs were similar to what they are today. In the 70s, record breaking warmth temperatures in the 80s. One day it even hit 87 degrees. I remember someone saying it actually is hot. It's not just warm, it's hot. That was back in March. It broke every meteorological rule in the book, anybody who has any questions on meteorology is not allowed to bring up that weather event from March 2012 because it made no sense. That was close to a supernatural occurrence. It's almost proof that there is some type of a variable that we are not aware of that pops up every now and then <clears throat> that makes it into these forecasts. And 2012, that that air mass and that heat wave really was for real unprecedented. It's not just something that was never recorded before. It could very well have been something that never took place before. It was as if a different climate moved into the Chicago area completely, complete a momish, a, a different climate. This is also unprecedented, what we're experiencing now. What happened today is also something, something which broke a lot of the rules in the book. I'm sure there's some explanation that the National Weather Service could come up with for why temperatures still reached the same as they would have reached even if there would have been sunshine. Temperatures remain in the mid-70s this evening across Chicagoland, and uh, that's, again, (laughs) temperatures are just not dropping. Overnight lows tonight in the 60s. That's in the 60s. Temperatures in the 60s tonight, a true rarity for the month of November to have an overnight low in the 60s we're going to do that again tomorrow night we're starting the winds the winds are what's preventing temperatures from dropping and we finally have a flow of moisture coming in off of the gulf of mexico finally has made it into this air mass and that's also going to prevent temperatures from dropping too far at the same time, while we have all this warm air, and records are breaking everywhere, especially up north, everywhere, even Baltimore—I mean, even Baltimore—I don't know what's the point of putting the word "even," but temperatures records were broken over there on on Shabbos. And really, Minneapolis, I haven't even checked. But obviously, when you have temperatures in the mid-70s in Minneapolis in the month of November, it's, it's got to be, if, if it is not breaking records, then there's a question. I, there, then there must have been something supernatural that occurred in the past. And uh, I don't have an, an explanation for that. It's got to be records of being broken. A potent storm will be developing Tuesday any area to the northwest of this storm track has has actually a good chance of heavy snow this is this is really unbelievable those cities these cities which have temperatures in the 70s now Minneapolis, Minnesota, as we mentioned, 2 to 4 inches of snow. It's very likely that that's not the bullseye of this storm. I did not look at a weather map. I just looked at the forecast for Minneapolis. So I don't know if there are cities which will be getting more than that. Chicago will be on the warm side of this storm. The winds will be tremendous on Tuesday. The pressure gradient is just tremendous. And we're going to see wind gusts to about 45 miles per hour. There will be a 3 to 6 Hour window for precipitation on Tuesday, which could develop in Chicago, along with the possibility of a redeveloping precipitation later Tuesday evening. Other than that, it's going to be dry. Any showers that do develop have the potential to bring the wind gusts to 55 miles per hour and if any storms should develop those wind gusts could go even higher than that the threshold for damaging winds is 58 miles per hour so the, the ch- chances of seeing a severe thunderstorm is not out of the question in fact in southern Illinois And in the St. Louis area, chances for tornadoes are possible, although they're low, but that possibility does exist. When we head out west... Arctic air, unseasonably cold air is out west. Record breaking cold over California. There's snow which the roads are snow packed as you leave Los Angeles going up into the mountains. One to two inches of snow fell onto those streets. Some areas got up to three inches of snow. Today along with the next two days, temperatures will be 10 degrees warmer here in Chicago than in Phoenix, Arizona and they've dropped in Phoenix. You know, the intense desert heat on Friday, where we saw temperatures in the low to mid 90s, Death Valley, a high of 94 degrees. You know, Los Angeles was in the 90s on Thursday. That came to an abrupt end and has been replaced with Arctic air. On Friday, the coldest temperature in the U.S. was in New Mexico. Unbelievable. And this is November, the month of November. You know, the coldest temperatures have already switched. We matured out of that this is summer stuff for the coldest temperatures to be occurring in the mountains of the southern states this is this is stuff that doesn't happen in November it happened in Friday in New Mexico coldest temperature was 15 degrees in angel fires New Mexico and by the way a couple weeks ago the coldest temperature was 29 below zero up in some city in Montana so we are definitely in for several days we've had the coldest temperatures taking place in Maine and Minnesota we did transfer oil over to a winter weather map, but then we went back to summertime, and uh, that's what's been happening here. It is 70s; it's not 80s, but it is 70s, and it's consistent. And it's been taking over the entire eastern seaboard, with the exception of a little pocket in the southeast where it's in the 60s, and some areas right along the l- Great Lakes, like Buffalo, where temperatures are in the 60s. Areas well into the north of Minnesota have temperatures in the 50s, but it's still unseas- It's still well above normal, even for those locations. Now, here is the big story of this potent storm that dropped out of the Northwest Pacific, moved into California, and just headed on a perfect line northeast into the right on the a four-cornered area of South Dakota, North Dakota, Montana, and Wyoming, and then heads directly northeast on a perfect line into southern canada exactly above the minnesota and north dakota border over 24 inches of snow has occurred in montana because of this system the wind gusts between 40 and 60 miles per hour are occurring the snow is still falling this is blizzard warnings all over the place as of last night I saw that Billings, Montana had a winter storm warning and forecast snow amounts of only two to five inches. I don't know if that's changed, but I would imagine the reason why there's a warning in effect, even though there's only two to five inches, is because of the 45 mile per hour wind gusts. That front is what's going to be pushing here on Tuesday. It's going to be warm here, thank God, on Tuesday, but those 45 mile per hour wind gusts will be here. Red flag fire warnings remain in effect for Denver, Colorado, and by the a hurricane watch has been issued from Miami, Florida. Four to eight inches of rain will be falling and by Tuesday morning, four to eight inches of rain over South Florida. We have tropical storm Eta that could easily form into a hurricane at any moment now and it's going to be redeveloping over the Gulf of Mexico. A lot of that moisture is headed towards Baltimore and they are, the National Weather Service claims that they will probably not be seeing any flooding but I don't know uh, why that should be. Uh, There certainly is plenty of moisture to work with, but we'll see what happens over there. Uh, Even after the warm air leaves, the East Coast will remain unseasonably mild. The Midwest will go back to normal with temperatures only in the 50s for Wednesday. It might feel a lot colder because the warm air has been around for so long, and then we have another little weather disturbance that the National Weather Service says will move through Thursday evening. Temperatures might get slightly warmer on Thursday, like maybe upper 50s or so and then drop like up into the upper 40s by Friday. And then a weather system moves in possibly a storm system by Sunday, Mozi Shabbos and Sunday, which could bring a chance for rain in the area. Again, temperatures tend to get a little bit warmer right before these systems move through probably mid and upper 50s and then drop into the mid and upper 40s after the associated cold front moves through uh, for these systems. Um, This is really the I think I've taking care of the forecast in the U.S. over here. We probably will have another day. Today, it probably went into the low 90s in Rio Grande Village, Texas. It's probably going to be the last day of low 90s over there, and that's probably going to be the hottest U.S. temperature. Brownsville, Texas, however, will remain between 85 and 90 degrees the rest of the week. That cold air will not be hitting Brownsville, and the same probably goes for South Padre Island, Texas. I would imagine we're going to see the hottest U.S. temperatures occurring in South Texas for the next few days. As things cool down over here later in the week, things warm up again in the desert southwest. Elsewhere around the world, in Yerushalayim, we have temperatures will be in the upper 60s for most of this week, lows in the mid-50s. Tel Aviv, highs around 80 for most of this week, lows around 60. In Eilat, southern Eretz Israel, highs in the mid-80s for most of this week, lows in the mid-60s. For New Delhi, India, warm and dry for most of this week, highs in the mid-80s, lows in the mid-50s. Mumbai, India, sunny and hot, highs in the mid-90s for most of this week, lows around 70. Anand, India, highs in the low to mid 90s for most of this week lows in the low to mid 60s badakul india bitterly cold highs 20 to 20 25 to 30 then dropping to 15 to 20 by the end of the week temperatures dropping to zero by the end cape um, buffalo cape in canada temperatures were in the 70s on thursday temperatures dropping to zero tomorrow night below zero by wednesday night Unbelievable. Uh, Wools Drift, South Africa. I've spelled it with an S in the past. It's actually with a V. V V-I-O-O-L-S-D-R-I-F-T. Temperatures approaching 110 for one of the days this week, then 100 for another day, dropping to around 50 for a different day. Other than that, it seems like temperatures will be in the 90s. There's five different Rivrab vias or so in Argentina. One of them, brutally hot. Temperatures 106 to 111 for almost every day. Actually, highs. Between 85 and 90 for most of the days this week. Temperatures go way up, originally on Friday, up to 108. The updated forecast shows temperatures approaching 110, I think, on Thursday, and then going back down. That uh, it could be that's actually on Friday. The uh, Fitzroy Crossing, Australia, has temperatures between 106 and 111 this week. Temperatures shooting up to 115 to 120 degrees by next week. It's certainly getting very hot in Australia as the summer season approaches. Now, uh, There's probably plenty other cities where we have uh, different watches and warnings, lots of wind advisories in effect out west, rip current statements in effect off the California coast and certainly off the Florida coast, coastal flooding statements and warnings in effect off the Texas coast and probably over the entire Gulf Coast. I believe there probably are things that we missed, but um, that will bring our forecast here I guess to an end. And I will say one other thing. Frost advisories have been issued by the Los Angeles National Weather Service for some of the valleys where temperatures might hit 32 degrees. And that is unusually cold for those locations. And that will bring us to an end. I don't know where the coldest temperatures in the U.S. are occurring right now, but I would imagine someplace in the Montana area and or the mountains over there, maybe in Peter Sinks, Utah, might be the coldest temperature for today. And we will have to see how that goes for tomorrow. But the I think the hot spot for the largest contrast in weather conditions, I think that prize will go to Minneapolis for now as they trans- transition from a 70-degree morning to 2 to 4 inches of snow that night. Anyways, I am signing off now and hope uh, everyone enjoyed and or found at least some interesting thing to this weather forecast.